about The Handmaid's Tale here on Deviant Women. I am Lauren. And I'm Alicia. And we are joined for the final time by Justin. The final time? That sounds sad. Yeah. Well, cool. for now. I never get to come back. If I try calling back to Australia after this, am I going to get like a busy signal? Like you guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's we're right. Gonna we're gone. Thing. I'm going to delete you from all the social medias. <laughs> You're dead to us after this, Justin. <laughs> There'll be other shows. There'll be other things to discuss. Excellent. But in terms of The Handmaid's Tale, we're going to wrap up our series of minisodes about characters by talking about... Aunt Lydia. Uh, Aunt Lydia. First of all, I just want to say that you say aunt and we aunt. say aunt. <laughs> aunt Lydia. <laughs> that is a uh, thing here too. Some people do say aunt. Oh, uh, Tiana, who is on our show, she says aunt. So Does that depend where you're from? Is it regional? No, not necessarily. Yeah. I think it's just how you were raised and probably, you know, what you heard when you were growing up more or less. <laughs> so Aunt Lydia. Aunt Lydia is a... Very complex character. Oh, yeah. The aunts, the aunts. See, now you got me saying it. Sorry, now I'm making you paranoid. That's all right. That's all right. No, uh, so the aunts in general are kind of a unknown as to where they came from, what their, I mean, you know what their role is. Their role within the Society of Gilead is to train these women who are fertile to be handmaids. Mm. And they do this at the Red Center where they round them all up teach them that they're all terrible people and why they're terrible people Break and why society became the way they are, beat them down. And, you know, it's very much a military style. So they are like your drill sergeants. Yeah. But they also end up taking on by default this almost motherly quality to them. Yeah. And they have this mother child dynamic mm. with the handmaids. And that comes out in a number of different ways. And that's kind of how Janine and Aunt Lydia are kind of tied. Yeah. Because again, with, Janine taking on that childlike persona when she is broken more or less by this system. Aunt Lydia is the one that kind of plays that mother role to her. And she is obviously the one that needs kind of the most coddling and most, she's kind of that child that needs the most attention. Yeah. And so it's a very interesting performance because there are times when she is honestly and with all sincerity, very loving to these characters but there are other times where she is as brutal as anybody is to anybody else in the show. And that can be a really difficult thing when you're watching the show is keeping those two versions of Aunt Lydia in your mind at once. Because like you said, we see her enacting really horrific physical violence on the handmaids, particularly in the Red Center, and sort of seeming quite vindictive and strict. And like you said, she is like the drill sergeant. She's kind of like the trunchable. But then at the same time, in a lot of ways, she shows a lot of compassion towards the girls. And there's like there's a scene when the all of the handmaids are lined up about to go into a party and Serena Joy kind of makes it clear that they don't want anyone with any visual deformities to be present. And you can see that Aunt Lydia is like, you can't take this away from my girls. Like, they deserve this. This is going to break their hearts. And you can see in her body language and her facial expression that she really cares about the girls and that she doesn't want them to miss out on this and that she knows how much it's going to hurt them. 
But then she, you also see. But her then she's also the one that will hurt cattle them. prodding them and like yep. you know breaking their feet and all of these awful things at the same time. It's just really complex in that sense. Who plays Aunt Lydia? It's Anne Dowd is her name, and she is also in I believe what's the show called The Leftovers? I think. Oh yeah. On HBO, and so she's been in a number of things, and she is. Phenomenal. Again, I know it's getting redundant at this point <laughs> to say that there's a great performance in we'll this just show. take it for granted that you think everyone's phenomenal. Yeah, this character is so well written and the particular scene that Lauren was referencing, you know, where they're getting ready to go in this party. And I would be remiss if we didn't use the actual line that Serena said, which is when you have a bushel of apples, you don't put the bruised ones on top. Yeah, <laughs> That's a great line. Yes, it was just how she kind of phrases it. And you're just like, God, you're so terrible. But yeah, Aunt Lydia, and it's this interesting thing because the handmaids are kind of a reflection on the ants and that she would kind of insult them and make light of, you know, the deformities that they caused more or less. Yeah. These are, I mean, these are not deformities that they came in with. These are deformities that were probably caused by the commanders that, you know, they have been assigned to. Or as punishment in the red center. Exactly. And so there is this very interesting dynamic with aunt Lydia where she is responsible for these women and responsible for the handmaids and how they are presented. And it's kind of seen as an affront to her that mm. Serena Joy would not let some of her girls in. I wonder how much Aunt Lydia is one of these people who has, you know, for lack of a better term, kind of swallowed the pill. Like, I wonder how much she is on board with the ideology of Gilead. Because I think we see this in places like the salvagings, where these are really horrific public executions and she's standing on the stage, kind of riling the girls up, getting them into a frenzy so that they're capable of pulling people apart <laughs> and, and killing them. And that makes her seem like somebody who is on board, who believes in what she's doing. But then, I don't know, there's little hints of where maybe it's just compassion yes. where we see her being kind or trying to be kind. Yeah, because <laughs> I, yeah, I don't necessarily get the impression that she doesn't buy into what mm. they're doing, because I think... To be in that role and to do what they do, you kind of have to be completely bought into that philosophy. So there's no part of me that really wonders, does she really believe this? But ultimately, I think what this show does to a great degree and probably better than a lot of shows I've seen is to take a society in a rigid, especially in the first three episodes, presented in such a rigid unbending way in that there are these rules and things are the way they are and to see what happens when because ultimately all those societies and the way that they're run are run by people Mm. and they're run by human beings and ultimately that when you are a completely inflexible society and a completely inflexible philosophy that does not allow for that human element that even the most rigid and you know well thought out as this seems to be. I mean, they obviously did take over and did a good job, and so they're there. But once you're that inflexible, that things start to fall apart. And so I think it definitely does show that regardless of the fact that this is a well-regimented, well-thought-out, well-organized society, that it's still run by people. Yeah. And they think that they do a really good job of kind of making you think that they're not and then doing a really good job of showing you that ultimately they are. and that Yeah, she's the human face behind correct. the regime. Yes. Yeah. And I suppose as well, in terms of positions of power for women that are left in this society, obviously, as we've talked about with Serena Joy, you know, being a wife gives you a certain 
sort of leniency in the world, obviously. Um, you're not subservient in the way that Martha's or that handmaids are. But for for aunts, there is certainly a level of authority there in terms of the positions that are left mm. for women to have. And so I suppose Aunt Lydia and the other aunts, they embrace that knowing that for, for them in the society, what's left for them to do, this is one of the better it roles that you can have. <laughs> Definitely. It's very true. And but correct me if I'm wrong here, Lauren, but I never really got the impression from them, unlike Serena and the wives who kind of flaunt their position in society. Mm. I don't really get that from the aunts. Not as much. And I wonder if that's because I think that they have bought into their role, you know, that they are. They yeah. believe in it. Right. Yeah. They're almost like if you see these movies that portray Catholic priests in the way they do and that they are these men who can be very loving towards the congregation and, you know, the people that they're in charge of, but also capable of some fairly horrific things. I kind of view the ants kind of like that and that they are the first, they're the gateway into the society for these women. And so they, it is their job to present it in the most pure of terms, I yeah, guess, yeah. and to get them to buy in. And so they do very much have to be bought into it more so than probably anyone because they have to enforce it and get them to, you know, become part of it. And so it is a very complex role and a very complex character. Yeah, and- because as you say, like their job is so multifaceted in that way because part of their job is to convince these women to want yeah, to what is it. going to happen mm. to them. It's to try to convince them that this is something that's desirable. This is something that they should actually want this is to the, do. To have a child is their greatest life. It's the purpose. greatest aim that and you can have. And it's an honor and that it's a privilege and that it this is, is the most important thing in destiny. society. Yeah. It's that double-sided thing of at the same time as trying to present it as the most desirable thing you could possibly want. And to do that, to kind of be these kind of people that could convince you of that and could show you how wonderful this world is going to be. And then the flip side of that is also being the ones that are going to bring down the punishment if you fail to see that, if you fail to embrace it. So it's that double-sided role of being an aunt that makes it such an interesting role in the entire series and in the novel. Yeah, because they're really responsible for moulding the next generations of the society, for laying the groundwork. And one of my favourite quotes of Aunt Lydia's is, ordinary is what you're used to. This may not seem ordinary to you now, but after a time it will. And that's really what their job is, is to teach these women that this is the way that it is now. And this is the way that it's going to be because it has to be. And also, in regards to that as well, if you think about it, the job of the aunts is actually over time going to become easier and going to become less and less strict because in that idea of this is ordinary, this becomes what you are used to, the next generation of handmaids aren't going to have the memory of what life was like Mm. before. This idea is that as generationally you go along, that whole memory that whole cultural memory of what came before fades out until you are left with handmaids who do accept that this is what life is like embrace that this is what life is like and that role of the aunts will change yeah and it probably will be more of that mothering more of that emotional stability as opposed to the ones who are beating them down and they'll be less breaking them into the roles there'll be less need to break anybody into the role because the role becomes desirable yeah more of a mentor yeah, at that yeah. point than anything else. Because right now they're kind of priest slash drill sergeant. Mm. Yeah, they, if they 
end up succeeding and the society goes forth, yeah, you're absolutely correct that they would kind of transition and not have to be quite as harsh as what they are. Well, thank you so much once again for joining us and for taking the time to unpick some of these characters in a bit more depth. We've really enjoyed having you on and chatting to you about this. It's a fascinating world that Atwood has created and a fascinating world that Hulu has Mm. taken and expanded on. So very keen to see where it all ends up. And remember to check out the Mayday podcast for anyone who will be watching the show. If you would like some discussion after you've watched each episode, tune into Mayday. If I can do the official plug, we are, uh, you can find us Mayday, the Handmaid's Tale podcast on iTunes or Stitcher. We're also available on the Google Play Store. You can find us on Twitter at at Handmade Podcast and on Facebook as well. Excellent. Thanks so much. And thank you all for joining us. And we look forward to having you all on board again in the near future. Very soon. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.